the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. I lied to Nicholas about how to play the game Skip, though. Oh, yeah, you watched the kids. Yeah, I lied you, to him. You you watched the kids while I went away to that wedding. That I yeah. Went to. Okay, so what is skip ball, first of all? Well, we were, me and Nichols were playing in this back, they have like a playroom. My four year old. Yes. Okay. In the basement, all these toys, and he wants to play everything. Well, he runs up to me with a deck of skip bow cards, like the card game skip bow. Okay. He's like, let's play this. I don't know how to play skip bow. I don't not... even know what skip bow is. He was obviously giving it at a birthday party or something like that, and I never played it with and him. And he's like, let's play this game. I'm like, I don't know how to play it. And he goes, there's instructions on the inside, and he just dumps out all the cards. <laughs> there's no instructions. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually told me to look on my phone. He made you look it up on your phone. So I looked at the skip bow so instructions. Use that magic thing that all the adults have that they find things on. Use that phone. So I looked it up, and it's given like... You have to distribute X amount of cards, and there's too many steps. And I'm like, I am not going to learn this and try to teach it to a four-year-old. So I, I kept looking at the phone, nodding my head, and I said, oh, I get it. Okay, I get this. Okay. All right, let's play. I gave him half the deck. I right. took half the deck. And I told him, flip over a card. He flipped over his card. I flipped over mine, and we were playing war. If you got a, <laughs> and if you got a, if you got a skip bow card, that means you lost that hand. <laughs> and we played it like three times. See, you adjusted well for somebody. You and your husband, you just have cats and no kids. That's that's what you do. You you fool children, especially when they're that age. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah. Were you tired after your twenty four hours with my children? It was a little over twenty four hours. Thirty six hours with my children. And uh, I was in bed Saturday night at eight o'clock, and I woke up at ten thirty on Sunday. I'll put it that way. Ten thirty on Sunday, I woke up. Because you were there Friday night. You, you yes. Got, you Friday morning, you picked up Nick from preschool at yes. eleven, and then you were with him all day until the other two got around. And then they yes. had their activities, so they were in and out of the house yes. while I was out partying in in uh, Southwest uh, Michigan. Yes. And and then we we got back. I know we got back like at around what ten or eleven o'clock in the 11 morning. In the morning, yeah. On Saturday. And you, you did not leave right away because you were wiped. I could see that. Okay. <laughs> and then, like, I had some place I had to go, and you just kind of hung out hanging with Erica and just chit And you also had my car blocked in. So I did. I had that blocked kinda in. I had to wait. And then, so you're telling me then you go home for the day, walk around like a zombie, pass out by 8 o'clock, and sleep 14 hours. Well, between that children and, got you between that and me falling asleep i had to go to a birthday party for a one-year-old oh yeah that had to be fun so, oh yeah did you buy any gifts for the one-year-old like because i i have a friend of mine who won't tell me what he wants for his kid that he's got a birthday coming up for his kid and i'm like what does your what is your what does he want and he just keeps saying i don't care just get him a toy yeah that's what i was told so i hate that I do too. Like I always try to give people something because what I've decided is I went online immediately on my Amazon. And I was like, baby drum set. Like, Ooh. what is the most annoying thing I could possibly find? Because you're not going to give me an option. Baby drum set. So I found a baby drum set. It's like 40 bucks. I don't care if it works for 15 minutes or not. The kid's not going to care. But I want it to be the most annoying thing I could possibly find. I, I was like checking. I was like, it. is there a setting on here where the kid can just hit it and it makes drum noises? <laughs> And the kid doesn't have to actually drum it. That's what I was looking for. What did you do? So same thing. I'm asking the dad for like two weeks. What can I get him? What does he need? I don't know. Get him a toy. 
What kind of toy? I don't know, a toy for boys. Singing toy, a moving toy, an outside <laughs> toy, an inside toy. Does he want a toy with words on it? Does he want a toy that makes noises? And he's like, I don't care. Just getting annoyed with me. So I said, huh, fine. We got to the birthday party. I walk in there with this huge box. I'll we'll say huge, probably about huge. About 20 inch by 20 inch box. You know, pretty nice size box. Got it wrapped up all bright and pretty. Got it covered in big, you know, colorful bows. Okay. And he sees me and he goes, what did you get him? And I was like, you're going to have to wait and see. Big giant box. This is awesome. You got a big giant box with some bows on it. Yep. Okay. So I walk in. Uh-huh. Anyways, it's time to open presents. And of course. Dad's nervous now. Yes. It's time to open it's like presents. like baby trampoline. The seven-year-old daughter is the one opening all the presents because, you know, he's one. Okay. He's still, well, that's what happens. He's still playing with the smash you, cake. The older kid always opens for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and he's, he's more interested. I don't even know why you get presents for toddlers. Well. They don't remember. Anyway, what did you get? Well, the little girl, she wanted to open up the present we brought first because it was the biggest one. I want to open the big one. So they bring it out. She rips all the paper off and it's just a box, you know, a Menards box like we used when we moved last year and I said it's a box and Mary Claire just looked at me she goes there's got to be something in this box the seven-year-old she looks at you yeah. she goes it's got to be something else right she rips the tape off and she opened up the box and just had this look of utter confusion confusion there was nothing in the face. box was, no I just got him a box you got a kid a box I got him a box as a gift I wrapped it up and <laughs> brought a box <laughs> hold on a second <laughs> That's brilliant. Hold on a second. You then, got you got a one year old a giant box as a gift. I wrapped it up with bows and everything, and then they took the baby and they put him inside the box, and he's just flapping his arms and he's Hannah, just smiling. You're my hero. <laughs> I got him. You're also, my hero. I also got him an Amazon gift card. Oh, <laughs> you don't even. You shouldn't even have told anybody that because I mean that is what everybody's always wanted to do. Everyone, just be like. Here's a big giant box because guess what kids play with, especially on Christmas. They're always like little kids are playing with the wrapping paper when they're that mm -hmm. age. They're not even looking at the toys. He was That's so brilliant. happy just flapping his little arms and people behind me were going, did he just get a box? That was bet's brilliant. <laughs> You're amazed. That so is, if you don't tell me what amazing. to get your kid, they're getting an empty box. Empty box. <laughs> now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. First word on the street is my voice is hoarse because I'm recording this right after the Bears lost and I spent an entire game out there yelling at them for poor play selection, terrible quarterback play, and across the board, bad football. As for what's going on in Evergreen Park this week, lots of good things. The first ever Evergreen Park Halloween stroll will kick off Halloween from 2 to 5 p.m. this Thursday on Halloween. 50 different Evergreen Park businesses will be participating in a family-friendly event, handing out treats from their businesses. If you want the full list of those participating, go to the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce webpage, evergreenparkchamber.org. And right after you're done with the candy and you're like, there's no way my kids can eat all of this and I don't want to eat it because I won't fit it in my pants next month, you can now donate your candy to Operation Gratitude starting right after Halloween on the 1st. From November 1st through the 7th, donate your unwanted leftover candy to this nonprofit organization serving deployed military personnel, first responders, veterans, wounded heroes, and military families. Three Evergreen Park drop-off locations. 
the Well Now Urgent Care 9501 Southwestern, Marquette Bank 9335 South Kedzie, and the Dental Office of Dr. Haskins 10022 South Kedzie Avenue. The EP Podcast rolls on, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. The hardest part about being injured is the recovery, especially physical therapy. Most physical therapy clinics schedule multiple patients at the same time. Those of us in Evergreen Park, though, have core fitness and physical therapy. Core gives you one-on-one care inside of a facility that's much more like a spa than a clinic. That allows them to treat the entire body, not just the symptoms. Core Fitness and Physical Therapy also offers Pilates mat classes as well as group equipment classes. They see athletes, postpartum moms, people with chronic conditions such as MS and Parkinson's, men and women. Whatever your need, give them a call today, 708-422-0990, or stop by their newly renovated and expanded facilities, 2940 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Experience something better at Core Fitness and Physical Therapy. I had a fun weekend this past weekend. Unidad had a Halloween party from 9 until midnight this past Saturday, and I was invited as the week was going on to show up and be a celebrity judge for the costume competition. So I got to go judge the costume competition. That was fun. And then the next day, Mike Thauer from Country Insurance, who advertises on the show, calls me up and says, Chris, thanks for all you've done. Can I take you to a Bears game that Country Insurance is doing? So I got like Did you the, say, eh, no. I got the corporate tailgate. Everything was paid for. <laughs> the really fancy seats, like 10 seats back, like in the end zone for the Bear game yesterday. I mean, like I've lived the life this weekend. Things have gone, <laughs> things have gone well for me. Right. I, I, got, I, I had some fun this weekend, but... Back to the costume party, and the party was great over at Unidad, and I know that they're about to announce a brand new big event coming up here in November that we'll probably have details of next week. I was talking to Sal over there and Jamie, the husband and wife who run it, the Evergreen Park residents, but they did the costume party, and I had so much fun doing it. I decided I wanted to have a costume party as well. Not really a costume party, a costume contest. So for the first time ever, the EP Podcast is having its own costume competition this week, the week of Halloween. Okay. This is going to be very, very simple. All you have to do is send us or tag us, essentially, on social media with your picture of the whoever it is, your kid in their costume, you in your costume, you see a great, co- whatever. The best costume, either you or your children, that you could send us, we're going to take like the top four. And then we will run a poll on our social media accounts to figure out who wins. Because me, I'll just be a sucker for something. Like I'll be like, ah, it's cool. And then see people will be like, I'm a jerk for picking it. I don't wanna, (laughs) I don't wanna be yelled at, so I wanna let the people do it. So the thing is all this week, all this week up until Halloween, you have Monday, like that's Monday, that's Tuesday, that's Wednesday. I'll even give you the beginning of Thursday. And sometime around Thursday afternoon, it'll show up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I will put the best four costumes that are sent to us up there, and I will allow everybody to vote. And they will have until the weekend to get their votes in. And then we will record with the winner, put it into the show that comes out on Monday, announce the winner. The winner gets a $50 Visa gift card from the EP podcast. Very I'm nice. giving away cash. And I, I think the Visa gift card's better than just cash because you can, you can use that you can use to it buy online. things on Amazon, yeah. iTunes, whatever you use. 
Like you can use it for your online stuff Express. and you can use it like, right. You can use it for anything. You can use it to pay the cable bill. I don't care what you do with it. Okay. But I have a $50 prepaid visa gift card and all you have to do is tag the EP podcast. So if you're on Twitter, it's at the EP pod. Just put us in the post when you put it up there. Okay. If you're on Facebook, post your picture and tag the EP podcast in it. If you're having a problem doing that, just post it directly to the EP podcast page on Facebook. I'll see it. I just need to see it so I can figure out the top four. Top four is on me. I All might right. let Hannah help, though. You eh. can help. I'll send you them if you want, okay? Yeah. If, you, if you're looking on social media, you're like, that one's got to be in, I'll, I, we'll put it in there, okay. okay? And then Instagram, same thing. You can tag us in the picture at the EP pod. So just put the picture up or send the picture to us through any one of those three social media outlets, and you're entered. The final four will be voted on, I would say, Halloween and the day after. I'll probably do back end of Halloween and on Friday. And then I'm going to pick a winner. The winner will be announced on next week's show. $50 Visa prepaid gift card from the EP Podcast. It's our very own All Evergreen Park. Don't need to show up anywhere to do it. Costume contest. Hey, Southsiders. Are you White Sox fans? The number one most downloaded White Sox podcast, according to podbean.com, is Socks in the Basement. And it's part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. Insider Interviews stat breakdowns, and coverage year-round. Join me and my buddy Dave and all kinds of great guests each and every week for 30 Minutes of Socks. It's found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Hannah, do you like haunted houses? I love them. Okay, do you go to the, I saw that there was some haunted house that was offering $20,000 this year. He has a 40-page waiver you have to sign. For somebody to get through the whole haunted house. Well, it's like 10 hours. You have to be in there for like 10 hours well, here's or the thing, something. For $20,000, sign me up. Yeah. Because I'm unless they're literally going to kill me, which is possible. Yeah, anything's possible. But if I'm going in and my family knows I'm going in and somehow I die inside of it, I would think there'd be some sort of investigation. So I think it's going to be like, you know, really creepy, you know, but I, I don't know. I mean, I would love for somebody to go through. Where's it at? Do you know? I don't know. I saw this thing online. I've seen it shared. I don't know how many times. Yeah. To spend 10 hours going through this haunted house. It's kind of like the 40 page waiver. It's like the old original uh, house on Haunted Hill. You know, spend the night in it's the house creepy, all night. Yeah. But you definitely want to do it. I used to go, like, when I was in the, in radio, I I used to always get into the haunted house stuff. So they did, there was a, there was an MTV show called Fear. I remember that. Remember that? that? Okay. And the first one they ever did was they tried to spend the night inside of a prison that Charles Manson had been in, in Moundsville, West Virginia. Ooh. And I was doing radio in Wheeling, West Virginia. And I was like, I'm doing this too. So for a local radio stunt, I spent the night inside the place. What happened? I don't know. It's kind of creepy. It wasn't that scary. Like, really? I, mean, I think they just kind of make that stuff up. Uh, you know? I mean, when they're telling you the stories, you're like, oh, it'll be creepy. Nothing really creepy happened. I was really? kind of looking forward to creepy. It was, I mean, it, it it's built with bricks that make it look like it was made during the Civil War because it was. So, I mean, it's like one of these old forts that was turned into a, to a prison. Okay. So, I mean, it's got like that like eerie thing thing going for it you know mm-hmm. and there's certain rooms that are supposed to be the haunted rooms and i was like i'm not going in there nope. 
I just said they run away. <laughs> you're not going not, in the haunted in ones. You're not going in but there. No, gonna... no, no. I'm just going to keep a tent right here in the yard and I'm just going to sleep out here in the well, tent then and then you... I'm going to walk out the next day. And then you, well, then you really didn't It doesn't do matter. The listeners thought it was amazing that I spent the night in there. I, mean, I think a big that's, deal a, out that's, a, that's a, that's a cheap out. You want to know what one of my other radio stunts were? I'll get to I wouldn't that call a that a stunt. That was I got a cheat. A, I got a great one that I'm going to share with you before the show is over that I did. But before we get into it, there are also not only haunted houses, but there are scary houses, and there are lots of them here in the EP. Evergreen Park has some incredible decorated homes around it, and I went out to go check out some of them, and here's what it sounded like. All right, so we're at our first stop here. I'm at 101st in St. Louis, right? That's the yes. corner we're on, and I drive by this display. This is massive. What's your name? Sandy Schneider. Sandy, how long did it take for you to put together a display of this size? Is this something that's like over the years you collected these things, or how did, how did it get so big? Yeah, it was you know, a lot of it was over the years that I've had, and each year I usually add a little something here and there, and. This year, I went decided to go a little crazier. You went crazy, that's for sure. First of all, I get freaked out because Pennywise is on the door, and I'm not. I, I get I get freaked out by the It movie, even though my wife makes fun of me for it. And then there's a ginormous spider over the porch. Okay, so right away, just like you're you're expecting at least half the children in the neighborhood to not come up to get trick or treating. Oh right? yeah, yeah. There is a lot of little kids that are so afraid they they don't want to come up. You know, and I keep forgetting about that, and, and I, I do it for the kids, but then sometimes I forget that. No, that's awesome. I'm all about scaring children. That's the best. So any of this stuff made from scratch, like you made it, or is it all store-bought and collected? Oh, yeah. There's No, there's a lot. Of, like this year I made um, from scratch was my guillotine and my... Uh, the guillotines from scratch? Yes. You built that? Yes, yes. That thing's yeah, awesome. Stock. And the stock stockade, I think they call that. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. You got the stockade yeah. with the skeleton, and then, of course, you have the skeleton with the bikini on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you have a real coffin in the front of your oh, yard. Oh, yeah. That's from my friend, John. Jennifer Obacunis, that's her coffin. That's her coffin? Yeah. She's been on the show before. Yeah, she has. Yes, she's been on the, she put her coffin on your lawn? She lets me use it, yeah. So for Halloween, you get to use her coffin? Yes. Without the banana in it, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, without a banana. What's your name? Alona. Alona, I got you just before you ran off to work, so we'll make it real quick here. Okay. You're on the 9300 block of St. Louis, and we've been going around to different, uh, like, scary houses and really well-decorated houses. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I'm loving yours because you have to walk through like like the, the little thing that goes over the sidewalk and the trees are around it and there's there's stuff kind of hidden that you don't see until you walk right. up there. It's, it's pretty cool. Thank you. And if you, if uh, people come out on Halloween, there's going to be more. Really? Yeah, we bring different stuff out that we don't put out during the time before Halloween. Do, you, do the kids get nervous when they're walking up? Oh, kind of, yeah, but they love it. They yeah, this one this it. one isn't as scary as the other ones I saw in terms yeah. of like it would frighten a kid, but yeah. it's really, really well decorated a lot Thank of stuff. You. How long to get all of this stuff like together? Because you have some old school decorations in there and then some things that might even have been made by hand. Um, you know what? Probably um, I started when my daughter was little. She's 28 now, so we've been collecting since she was 28. You just kept getting busy. Since she was a baby, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. What kind of candy this year? Uh, I'm not sure yet. You're not Whatever. sure? No, I don't Full know. Full candy yet. bars? No. No, we spend <laughs> enough money on, on the Halloween decorations. So we're currently at 99th and Artesian, which... This house is not technically in Evergreen Park, but most people mention it when we're talking about areas in Evergreen and around Evergreen that have just I- incredible Halloween decorations. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name's Joe. And Joe, you have this house here. I mean, you're, you're kitty corner from Hearts. A lot of people see this in Evergreen Park when they go by. 
There are boarded up windows. There's there's giant. I mean, there's people everywhere. I mean, you have you have mannequins and how long does it take to set this up? Uh, it takes a couple days. Is is all the boarded stuff like it's basically something that you you keep in storage and then you bring it out? I mean, could you even get a second floor window that looks like it's boarded up? <laughs> yeah, we. I, I luckily I have a big garage with an attic, so I get to store a lot of stuff in there. So how long have you been doing this display, this giant Halloween display? It's been exactly 10 years. This is the 10-year anniversary? Yes. How many kids on average get like halfway up and just can't make it all the way up to get the candy? Like I'm sure you frighten a few of them every year. Oh, especially when the gorilla is in this cage. You got a gorilla? Oh, you? Oh, you get in a gorilla suit? Oh yeah. yeah. And do you pop out at the kids? Oh yeah, come out of the cage. That, that's incredible. Okay, so you have, oh, that's the thing you have. It says property of Lincoln Park Zoo, and you come popping out of that. Yes, yes. That's absolutely incredible. All right, besides the gorilla thing, what else do you think is, like, your favorite thing about this that you put together? Um, it's just decorating the house. I mean, it's, 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 I've always wanted to do it once I got a, a home in a good neighborhood, and, you know, we like this area, and. It's good. Companies that offer insurance at low prices may not cover what you need, just what you paid for. Cutting your auto insurance coverage could end up costing you thousands in the end. Mike Thauer at Country Financial offers what cut rate insurers cannot, peace of mind. Mike's a lifelong resident of Evergreen Park with his offices right at 3923 West 95th Street in the EP. Mike has policies that stand up to life's challenges and protect what you value most. He'll help you make a smart decision, not a costly one. Call Mike Thauer, your local country insurance representative, 708-425-1559, and protect what matters most. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Preferred Insurance Company, or Country Casualty Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. All right, so Hannah, I promised you that I would talk about my best Halloween thing ever with the radio because I did a lot of them. But in 19, it's 21 years ago. This is a true story. I'm going to tell this story. I don't think I've told, I've never told the true story behind this. In 1998, Champaign, Illinois, my first Halloween ever on the radio. Mm -hmm. And I was doing pretty well by the time that this ratings book was over that this took place and I went number one in the town. They actually launched my radio career. Now, there were a lot of things that happened during that three-month period. I got suspended at one point. I was in the paper. <laughs> I was kind of a bad boy. But on Halloween, on Halloween, we took advantage of this weird thing that had happened. Some crazy person went on Oprah Winfrey back when Oprah was still every once in a while having crazy people on. Because remember, she was just as tabloid as the Steve Wilkos show at the beginning, and then she became like Oprah. But she had somebody on who was predicting, like, evil things that would happen on Halloween or something like that. Okay. And the person that went on said on the show, maybe a week earlier, there would be a mass murder on a Big Ten campus, University of Illinois in Champaign, by somebody dressed as Little Bo Peep. They said this on the Oprah show? On the Oprah show. Okay. This is a real thing that happened. Okay. And this panic occurs. This is like right as the internet's starting to get going. And this is before Columbine and everything. This, yeah, this yeah. Is before all that stuff. Yeah. And, and, and so like this panic occurs, but we're not living in the era that we're living in now where like you can't make fun of things. So I, of course, am like, whew, we are buying a little Bo Peep outfit for Halloween. Oh, God. So, <laughs> 
So I got one of my guys in the show dressed up in this little Bo Peep outfit. Now, this weird thing happens. The night before, there's like a storm. It knocks out all the lights in Urbana, Illinois, which is the, the neighboring thing. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're like the twin cities. But there's part of the campus in Urbana. The lights, the power goes out in Urbana. And at the same time, because of the storm, there's damage done to like a farm that's on the outskirts of town. Okay. That was a sheep farm. <laughs> At 6.30 in the morning, walking down the main street, Green Street and Champaign, were literally 50 sheep. Okay. People thought I released the sheep. I didn't release the sheep. This is just a happy accident. <laughs> like, I was already going to do something. He did not release And then, the like, sheep. somebody calls me up and says there's sheep, and I ran out of the building. I'm like, oh, my God, there's sheep. <laughs> God wants me to go number one. Oh so, I, like, I, like... <laughs> I was like, we're taking advantage of this. So I'm playing a scary music. I'm talking about how the sheep have been released. I get a police spokesperson on because it's a real news story. These sheep are out and they're trying to tell me it's all because of this and the people shouldn't panic. And I'm like, I don't know. Seems like little Bo Peep's out to kill people today. And like the whole place is like an entire panic. And meanwhile, I got my guy running through town in a little Bo Peep outfit. It was the goofiest thing. And then, of course, we faked his death before it was all over where he gets killed by the real serial killer. We literally cut the show and left like blank space for like two minutes. And then the entire weekend, because it was like on a Friday, people kept calling up asking if it was real. That was, <laughs> and, and that was like my favorite thing. That was my, I, I always tried to duplicate that on Halloween, like when I was trying to do like some theater to mind stuff on radio. But it how, was still, how can you just, it was my favorite thing. Getting out. I that just, yeah, you can't coordinate that. No. It just kind of happened, right? No. And Hannah, that reminds me. That old show actually ran a public service announcement concerning candy safety that I think still holds true decades later. Take a quick listen. Chris Lanuti and The Morning Alternative now prove that there is a wrong way to eat a Reese's. Hey, want a Reese's? Yeah, okay. Here, put it in your mouth. Okay. Now hold this live grenade. (laughs) There is a wrong way to eat a Reese's. Yeah, still holds up. Remember that, kids. Be safe out there. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. 
contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Rice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. What are you giving away for Halloween? I haven't thought that. It's your far first yet. Halloween. It's my first Halloween. Having you have a like house. house decorated. You've never had a house before. I noticed never a big had a deal house for before. You. Yeah. It's your first Halloween. Do you know what kind of uh, candy you're going to be giving out? I don't know. Are you on a dead end street? I'm at the end of a dead end. Okay, street. so you have to give out full candy bars. Full candy bars. Yeah, or nobody's ever coming back. Well, trick-or-treat starts at 3. I don't get home till 5. Okay, well, first of all, you're in trouble. So okay. what you need to have is like a community thing, like a take one, please. But they're all going to be gone by 5 o'clock when you get okay. home. And then bust out the full candy bars. Okay. Because you need to entice people to come to the end of your block. Yes. Because most kids are like, well, who wants to go down there? I got to turn around and come back. So you might not get a ton on, on a dead-end street. And we don't have sidewalks. No. So you have and to so walk in the street. So you need to get kids to feel like it's worth it to come to your yeah. house. Yeah. You might not get a big crowd, but you want people to say, that house gives out full candy bars next year. Yeah. So I'm thinking full candy bars. Okay. Go get, go get the big ones. That's right. what I would do. I know it's pricey, but, but you've, it's never, it. you've never done this before. Never. And if you're looking to get big crowds at your house, you should be the full candy bar house. Ah. Full candy bar house was always the coolest one when I was a kid. Okay. Generally, it was the guy who was an alcoholic or and like forgot it was Halloween and stopped at the five and dime on the way home when I lived over at 80th and Spaulding. Okay. <laughs> Smelled like booze when you got to the door. The five and dime. You know, he's kind of leaning. He's kind of leaning against the doorstep. Hey, Halloween, huh, guys? Hey. See any, see any cute girls in cute outfits? Hey. And like. And he's like, he's reaching for five, he's pulling out $5 out of his pocket oh God. because he doesn't have any candy, but he's just embarrassed because he got, started drinking at noon or, or he's got full candy bars because he thought to himself like, oh, I got to get some candy for really driving home from the bar. Look at all these kids. And he, and he goes and he gets like, he walks into like, you know, the five and dime, what would be the CVS now kids or the Walgreens or whatever, and just buys like the whole thing. You know, when you walk up there and it's just basically flat. a giant box. Yeah. Of stuff, but you just buy him one at a time. He's like, just give me the whole thing. <laughs> and he just shows up and he's just handing them out. So that's what you know? I need to do. Well, you don't want to be drunk well, at the door. You don't want to be that. But that was always the guy that had the full candy bars. <laughs> it was always that. Or like the or, or the or the or the elderly person that lived on their own and nobody ever visited. Aww. And they were like, I'm giving away the entire inheritance in candy <laughs> to the neighborhood kids who waved to me because my deadbeat grandchildren and children never show up and say hello. They also gave out full, full candy bars. Okay? But they were the great houses. They were the ones you wanted. So I'm just saying, think about full candy bars. All right. Okay? Not Done. that you're an alcoholic. No. Or lonely. No. But I'm just saying. You're just saying. You're just <laughs> this saying. Is, this is something that might, you know, you get. You want to get a buzz around your house. Yeah. Okay? And build a reputation. Yeah, you want to you head on over to the Kohuts. They got full candy bars. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, Nudie's Basement, 
the broad basement. Slancha. What what is your favorite type of costume that you like to wear? Scary, goofy, pop culture. What are you, what are you looking for? Uh, the like, best ones, or the best ones you've either seen or you've done before. That I like you the like. I like the goofy ones. The goofy ones. Yeah, the goofy ones, the sarcastic ones. I had I had a guy one time. The when satire. We, I had a guy one time. It was just walking around with a fake plastic knife stuffed in. He was wearing a a box of Captain Crunch around his neck with a string. Okay. And he had a fake plastic knife shoved into it. Serial killer. Brilliant. <laughs> I like, like I always thought that was like the funniest costume at that guy. I always liked the one where the guy's like, yeah, I really don't feel like dressing up, but uh, I'm going to just do something. And then it's just the simplest costume. Back in the early 90s when the Addams Family movie came okay. out, when Christina Ricci was uh, Wednesday, I still remember this and I still use it. I thought it was brilliant when I was a kid and I still think it's brilliant. It's Halloween. Wednesday Addams. Looks like Wednesday Addams. I says, oh, little girl, where's your costume? I'm wearing it. Well, what are you supposed to be? And she said, a homicidal maniac. They look like normal people. And I'm like, that <laughs> is awesome. So if I ever am without a costume, I am a homicidal maniac because homicidal they maniac. look like normal look people. Like normal people. Yes. Wednesday I... Adams. <laughs> That's a good one. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.